0: Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with
1: Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.
0: And a happy motherfucking Mother's Day weekend Friday!
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another s- what's probably going to be epic edition probably of After best. 9. Probably
0: the best one we've ever done. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> On Fridays, Dave Blizzard joins us. Dave... Where were you last night? did
0: you go to a concert?
1: I sure did who was it
2: yeah uh Ty Verdes really yeah didn't even Do you know, know it was Ty in Verdes, town.
1: by name. he did. he did a song that mm-hmm. I know was played on the radio but I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure what that is
2: it was that one that's uh, a okay living in a big blue world. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I assume yeah, he's really got good. new
2: music uh yeah he's got a whole album and and it's uh, a lot of songs along those lines He's a really happy kind of upbeat performer and uh really fun. Fun show. It was at the Danforth music hall and it was completely packed.
1: Oh, love it. Okay. okay. He's
2: got some fans and they were singing along with everything he did. So it was a good time. Okay.
1: Very good. We have so much to cover in this. And the first thing we're gonna talk about is what's
0: breaking right now. <gasps> da taking you to the breaking news center. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh,
1: as we record, uh, liberal leader of Ontario Steven Del Duca is in Kitchener where we do our FM radio show and he's making an announcement that goes back to something that we talked about over a year ago here in After 9 Cat. Stephen Del Duca has announced, kids, you're going to find this to be quite the throwback. OAC is coming back. Ba, 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 ba. Grade
0: 13. So I never, I was uh, in high school when they asked grade 13. I was in grade nine or so. You never got the OAC? Never did the OAC. No, I believe if I'm not mistaken, my brother and sister who are older than me was was the very last year it was even available to them.
1: Wow. OAC was a great year because it was optional, right? So you didn't have to care. You could, and it would be great if you wanted to prop up your marks a bit before you went to school. But at the end of the day, it didn't really matter for much, but- I benefited greatly from it. And I think today's kids definitely yeah. would.
0: It's a club for kids who aren't sure what they want to do next. Let's be honest. And I qualify. I would have qualified as that because for me, I took a year off mm-hmm. between high school and college. You I had a, a gap year? I had a gap. I had I traveled. I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. No, year. I didn't even travel. I just worked. <laughs> I just wanted money. I wanted money. I wanted to pay the tuition myself. And I and I did it and I worked hard and I went back to school, even though so many people were like, you're never going to go back if you take a gap year, blah, blah, blah. But that OAC year, if it was optional for me at the time, I probably would have done it. So I, I don't hate it. I don't hate this idea.
2: Doug. My we- life my life changed because of OAC. Did it?
0: How that's did it change? I did
2: because I did my high school co-op in radio.
1: Oh, so that's a great example of how good OAC can be for somebody.
2: Yeah, I stayed the... I, I came back for that OAC year and I did... I did co-op, and I basically did a high school internship, and that was how I started in radio.
0: Interesting, interesting.
2: Doug, that's a missed opportunity for you, Premier
1: Ford. We suggested this a year ago. Bringing back OAC is great because we have so many people that are getting rushed, like just a, a herd of sheep getting pushed through a field. Do your grade 12, then go to university or go to college, and people are going to college and university with absolutely no idea what they want to do in life, no idea what they can do with that degree that they've signed up for, and that extra year just makes a huge difference. You shouldn't be deciding after your first year of university what it is you want to do. So this is great. I think it's good. I did five years of high school, and it worked out. And I think it will for a lot of students. So again, it will be optional, as I understand it, although there's no fine print on any of these announcements that they've just been bombarding me with. But it seems like a pretty positive step forward. Mm -hmm. Off the bat, are you ready to sign up your girls for OAC? I know it's oh. like 15 years away. But. Yeah,
0: I, I don't even I don't even think it would go through because I don't believe Del Duca is going to win this one. Mm. But if, let's say, in some fantasy world uh, it did happen, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not opposed to it, of course. I, I want to make sure that they make the right choice, A, and B. I'm going to be helping them. To, I hope I'm going to be able to help them financially in one way. I'm not going to give them everything. But, you know, I hope to help. And I don't want to waste my fucking money either. So I want to make sure that they know what they want. And if that means they got to take a year to do it and OAC is an option, That's great. That's kind of a nice little comfort zone for them, too.
1: Really good idea. And I don't say that very often when I'm talking about Steve Del Duca. But, um, hey, good ideas are good ideas. And I think that is fabulous. Dave, I'm going to ask you a question that I asked Kat the other day when we played Know the Show on the radio. What would embarrass you least? A tennis match versus Serena Williams or a round of
2: Jeopardy against Matea Roach? oh my god um Mm -hmm. what would you rather i know i know what he
0: okay i know i know what he's gonna pick oh really
2: okay this is interesting cat which one do you think i would pick
0: i think that you would pick jeopardy
2: jeopardy as the which which is more embarrassing
0: um oh as the one you do sorry you'd be most embarrassed to play tennis
2: yeah yes you're right um and there's the reason for that is uh i can't make up for my physical inabilities um it's all on 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 display I would be falling over I would be getting hit in the face with a with a serve from from Miss Williams and I would be a disaster on Jeopardy I can say yeah the buzzer wasn't working or I couldn't get the timing right (laughs) I knew all the answers but I just couldn't get in in time see for a similar reason I said I'd
1: rather play tennis against Serena Williams because I know that Matea is going to kick my butt around the corner on Jeopardy. She's so good. She won her twenty-third consecutive game last night, and she was down by ten grand going into Final Jeopardy.
0: See, I think out of either, I have a better shot with Jeopardy, and I'm not saying I'm going to win against Matea Rowe. But I'm saying I know a lot of up here in this brain. There's a lot of really random shit that's useless, but. What if I happen to get? The, we happened to get the question that I actually knew and she didn't? And it was like a strange, weird pop culture thing that she was like, I don't, who knows that? And I'd be like, me, I actually know it. This
1: is my career. But
0: only one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I talk about but, this shit for a
0: living. But only one question. Like if I had to go toe to toe in a whole episode, it would be so embarrassing. I'd be like minus 50 million dollars. It'd be crazy.
2: When they're reading off the categories, Kat's like, please be What's Trending. Please be What's Trending. Please (laughs) be What's Trending. Come on, 90s hip hop. Come on.
0: (laughs) Ask me me about Johnny Depp. Ask me.
2: (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm glad you mentioned Johnny Depp because, you know, at first when we were going into this trial, I thought, all right, Johnny Depp's a piece of shit and we're going to find out for sure once all this evidence comes out in court. Then we started hearing that her story, Amber Heard's story, who's also our Minister of Foreign Affairs. Have you noticed (laughs) how much she looks like Melanie Jolie? Kind of does. It's fucked. It's like total doppelganger. Anyway, that was off topic. When it comes to this trial, the tides really turned. Once Johnny Depp's lawyer got in there and started poking holes in her story and started... Cutting her credibility, he even had an expert witness up to explain a condition that they believe Amber has that would make her think that Johnny was a piece of shit, even if he's not. The whole thing was not looking good. And I was actually kind of enjoying it because I thought, oh, okay, this is good. Seems like justice is going to get done. But then I watched Amber Heard on the trial yesterday and she's or on the stand yesterday and she's being so emotional. It's hard to watch. And I almost feel bad judging her because I don't know what the circumstance was there. It's a he said, she said. And, and she's making it really fucking weird on the stand. She's crying over things that are not crying things. Like I woke up in the morning and it was raining. And, and we'll like break down on the stand over that. Yeah, And it's kind of hard to watch. I, uh.
0: It's because it's bad acting. Is hard to watch. Is that
1: what you think it is? Because <laughs> I'm really not sure what to think at this point. Know. She seems convinced.
0: I. This is just based off of how I feel as I watch it, and I have watched a lot of coverage on it. I, I do believe that. I'm not saying Johnny's perfect in this at all. But I as I watch that and I see there's actually moments in TikTok. The people on TikTok are all over this because they're watching it. You can tell it's televised. You can watch the whole thing. You can play it back. And people took note of how Amber acts when she realizes that the cameras are out about to take a picture of her. And I saw one video of her yesterday, actually, during her testimony um, where she looked over and she noticed the camera was about to take a picture. So she purposely like held the Kleenex up and like made a face because she wasn't talking at the time like uh. so that they could take a picture of her looking like she's really crying. Who does that? You I know, saw I,
2: that. I, that I, was crazy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wasn't
0: it? So I don't know. Anyway, there's certain little things for me. And of course the lying. Like there's, it's a fact that she lied about what, she, what happened in terms of her makeup that she used to carry around. That didn't even exist at the time. So there's a lot of little things. And when you hear it, I'm just glad that we're able to, to kind of see it and hear it. I know some people don't like it. It makes them uncomfortable, and I totally get it. It makes me a little uncomfortable, too, to hear both sides. But I got to say, so far, it's not looking good for Amber at all. And Johnny's coming out looking real good. In fact, there's people who never spoke a word about him that were friends with him previous to this that are coming out uh, in support of him. Wow. They're saying, this is my buddy. He, he did everything right here. He did nothing yeah, wrong.
2: Wait till the score is 5-1. Before you you, you put yeah, your jersey on I, and t- your hat on and start waving the banner. Yeah, that's a great time to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, if, yeah that's, that's exactly
0: it. Yeah. Well, hopefully Johnny realizes this too, right? But does, this uh. is a
1: defamation thing. This isn't a criminal trial. It's defamation. And he wants $50 million because he claims that when she started talking shit, she ruined his career, which for a time, it did seem like his career was ruined. But now that we're going through this and there's so many holes getting poked, it looks like he may actually come out of this looking really good. So would his movie career be over, and does he actually want $50 million, or does he just want to try and clear his name so that he can get back to his career? I think that would be the win on its own, even if he never gets a penny out of this.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. They're, by the way, countersuing each other. This is just one big trial, because she's also suing him for defamation, so it's like a one big giant defamation suit. Who's going to win? I don't know. Maybe the judge could rule, really, at the end of this, like... You guys are both fucked. Go home. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> like, if the judge is like, get the honestly, fuck out of here. both of, All of you of don't you. talk to each other and don't talk about each other. Go.
2: Can I throw this in? Uh, I hope you really like the segue here. It's about this case. But uh, we go from defamation to defecation. Right. Yeah. Um, we, we have to talk about that at some point. Right. This this claim that and I guess not even a claim. I guess everyone's admitted that it happened where Amber heard as a prank took a dump in their bed.
0: Yeah. It was um, on his
2: pillow, wasn't it?
0: Well, she claims so, it was the dogs, right? Didn't she? She claims the dogs did it? I,
2: yeah, maybe. Um, I, I, I love my wife. I, I'm in a very, <laughs> listen, I just want to say this. <laughs> I'd like to state for the record that I absolutely love my wife. But That I is no. Okay, it's on the okay, record. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I have ever been intimate enough with another person to bring feces into the joke at all like i mean if yeah. the, if it was done as a joke um <laughs> because everyone seemed to be laughing at it. And uh, we'd heard this story before, right, Kat? Like, this isn't a new no. revelation from the case. It's
0: not, actually. I'm glad you brought that up, because this is the second time that we've seen these two in court. The first time, it was actually... Um, Johnny kind of lost out on it in a way, because she did an op-ed in a paper, long story short, claiming this abuse, but did not name names. But he still took her to court over it. At the end of the day, he didn't win, but all these things came to light in that. So we already knew it. We're taking it into this defamation trial.
2: Okay. Yeah, so, he, so she... I just I don't know what level of intimacy you have to get to to be like, I'm tying the poop in because this is going to be super fun. And,
0: and here's the here's even more. He's even more messed up part to me, too, is that apparently it was a night he claims that Amber had friends over and they all thought it was hilarious. So I'm trying to put myself in the, that position. Let me take myself there. OK, I'm with my girlfriends having some wine, drinking a nice charcuterie board on the table. And I fucking hate my husband. Let's say my Johnny Depp is the worst husband ever, guys. I'm going to go take a shit on his pillow. And then what diabolical friends do you have that are like, <laughs> do it, Amber, take a shit on his pillow. <laughs> nobody should do that. And nobody should encourage it or laugh at it.
2: Me I'm wondering, can I can I just say this, Scott? I'm wondering like there's a lot of questions I have after it happened. Like, was it like a pop and squat? Yeah. Was okay, so that's like what a, I was going to ask. Okay, yeah. Was that's it how like you a trance? guy? <laughs> yeah, right. But I wonder, like, was it was she standing on the bed and and just made it happen, or was it like a lean over on the bed, or was it oh. done in a different room and then yeah. transferred to the bed? A transfer. I, I don't know why. A yeah, transfer. I was. I, I'm so. I'm so bewildered by this whole thing that I find myself asking a lot of questions that, one, I don't need to know the answer to, and two, I want to know the answer to. I'm the
1: exact same way. So I thought, like, did she take her pants off and stand on the bed, or did she get on the bed and pull her pants down? Did she drop it in the toilet and then fish it out and set it on the pillow? I don't know how any of this worked, but I'm, I'm morbidly curious about... How the fuck that even happens? Was it an accident? Was she intending to just like, you know how like a dog will rub up on a on something to <laughs> yeah, try and scoot? leave it scent? Did did she scoot? Was was it did one of Amber those scoot? Did she scoot along did, the bed? Like walk on her hands, dragging her butt yeah. like a dog would do if they have yeah. an itchy bum? I don't know how that happened, but it's fascinating to me that that actually happened. And if it happened there, I have to believe it's happened in other relationships.
0: How did you turn, Amber Heard? <laughs> Tell us. What's the word?
1: Um, what's the coolest thing you've ever gotten out of a vending machine? Hmm. Cat? Ooh, that's
0: good. Dang. I, okay, first of all, I got to go way back because I don't remember the last time I used a vending machine. We
1: call them throwbacks now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I correct myself. <laughs> that is a throwback. It really is. I, I'm not sure. I think I'm pretty regular with the vending. I've never really seen. I have actually seen cool vending machines, but I've never used them. So I don't okay. know if that counts. But you know when you go to Vegas and stuff and you go to touristy places, sometimes you see cool things out of a vending machine. But I never actually did it. So no, like coffee.
1: oh all right like that weird machine they have in hospital waiting rooms
0: yes or in ice rinks
1: ice yeah yeah and and in courthouses courthouses
0: yeah the shittiest coffee you've ever had in your life
1: it'll either give you the shittiest coffee you've ever had in your life or a cup of chicken noodle
0: soup
2: it's a (laughs) weird vending machine
0: that's right very very you know
2: that that might be what inspired amber heard she had one of those really terrible coffees and was like i gotta get rid of this (laughs) she jumped on the bed i
1: don't
2: know (laughs) what's the strangest or coolest thing you ever got out of a vending machine dave You know, sadly, I haven't really had any great wins with the vending machine. I think the best thing that ever happened was uh, two bags of ringolos came out at once.
0: Oh, that's the greatest one. I I used to do that at high school on purpose. You know, you did the old shake. mm -hmm. We had like vending machines lined up in the cafeteria. Everybody knew the tricks. And those days that you got double, you're like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) And it was known around the school.
2: There's a great Mitch Hedberg joke about vending machines, and he says uh, uh, the invention of the flap at the bottom was maybe the greatest invention, because before that, it was really hard times for the vending machine owners. <laughs> where you would say, what are you getting? That chocolate bar? And everything on the bottom row? <laughs> <laughs> I miss Mitch Hedberg. He was so funny. I know. I know.
1: Uh, okay, well, I am not going to criticize this criminal, and generally, I'm very in favor of law and order, but when it's a good idea... It's a good idea. We all know that occasionally they'll have like an auction or a sale when a business goes out of business. And you can go and buy up the things from that. This guy went and bought a vending machine. Why would you want a vending machine for home use? Why would you charge yourself to get products? Why would that happen? He was going to start his own business. This guy, he is from Detroit and he is a drug dealer went and bought a vending machine. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. You don't say. (laughs) Allegedly a drug dealer. He installed the vending machine at the side of his house. Now, instead of being sneaky about all the drugs he was selling and just having people come to the door and stuff like that, he just put the drugs in a vending machine. And people could go up to the vending machine and stick their money in. Actually, not only did it take cash, it took debit credit and apple pay <laughs> so this fucking guy sets up a pretty intricate operation with this on the side of his house and people knew about it they just knew hey if you go to i don't know 715 sunnydale court go around the side there's a vending machine and it's got weed and it's got coke and it's got fentanyl and it's got everything just so drop it in it and grab it
0: it had a variety of of drugs it was a full blown wow. vending machine full
1: of drugs so this guy, I guess, every night would sit there and package everything up and weigh it all and put it in a baggie and then just stick it in the machine. And if you came along with your phone, you could
2: just Apple Pay and boom, Grandma Coke falls down for you.
1: It's amazing. You
2: have the, you have the right amount of cash on you, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get some ecstasy and a Kit Kat. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hopefully, there was also still snacks. I mean, you could use the rest of the vending machine for other
1: stuff. But anyway, federal agents got a tip about this machine. How <laughs> You
2: think they
1: w- oh, hang on? It gets better. They went to collect the evidence back in February and March. They went and did a couple of different buys and they now estimate that. What's his name here? Marcellus Cornwall is his name. They estimate he was making about $2,000 a day working smarter, Whoa. not harder. Whereas some drug dealers just open up the front door and sell. Others will drive around and do deliveries or meet me in this parking lot at this time. Or have
0: people. Or have people. Right?
1: Yeah. No, this guy just, you guys come to me. Like a drive through of sorts. And Dave, you made an interesting observation. Yeah, of course the federal agents heard about it. And that's how this guy got caught. This started four years ago. For four oh years, <gasps> oh drug-loving individuals in Detroit didn't say a word.
0: All it takes is one unhappy customer, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could you, it, what were his Google
2: reviews <laughs> like, the, though? The, the, yeah. the, his the, his bag of hash got stuck. Yeah,
0: something got stuck. He didn't get his proper refund. He looked to speak to the management. No one was around. And said, "Fuck this. I'm peeping. I'm peeping five 0 <laughs>
2: Wow! I just took the whole uh, the whole industry down.
0: <laughs> what shows up on your credit card?
2: Well, oh, okay. So we
1: talked about this this morning. Dave, let us run a million dollar idea by you. If Kat and I ever go into the weed business and open up a weed store, we're going to call it not weed. So that when it shows up on your credit card statement, it'll just show up as not Not weed, $33.
2: Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe the business would just be called this is a totally normal purchase.
0: Yeah, legal purchase, <laughs> legal purchase.
2: So nobody has any questions about it. Either a spouse who sees the bill, uh, uh, your accountant at the end of the year when they're filing your taxes. I noticed you put in a receipt for not an illegal substance. Okay, cool. All right, well, that, that covers I it. No that yeah, I have no questions. Yeah, I
0: have no questions for you on that. Great, great, great. Um,
1: they're getting a lot of reports of people getting sick From Lucky Charms. Yeah. And still, they have not recalled Lucky Charms. And frankly, I don't know what it's going to take. We shut down the entire fucking world because of a virus that nobody knew anything about. In this case, the FDA has received, where is it, 529 complaints from people who ate Lucky Charms and actually got sick. More Hmm. than double- the 231 cases that have been reported just over two weeks ago. If you go to IwasPoisoned.com, that's a web. Oh my god, no, that's an actual not. website where you can track Come like on. foodborne illnesses. They have had seven thousand three hundred complaints as of yesterday.
2: That's up thirty five hundred complaints from the middle of April. Oh my god! Can I tell you? As I punch this into Google, I put iwaspoisoned dot, and this is what it auto populates. I was poisoned Chipotle. I was poisoned Starbucks. <laughs> I was poisoned McDonald's. Yeah. I was poisoned House of Prime Rib. I was poisoned Dominican Republic. I was poisoned
1: <laughs> We've duh. all been there. Yeah, duh. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was poisoned Domino's and the last one was I was poisoned Singapore. Okay. No I way. See, I see where they're going here. Well,
1: listen, I haven't actually eaten any of these magically delicious but deadly lucky charms. Actually, nobody's died as far as I know. But a professor of food bioprocessing and nutrition sciences at uh, North Carolina State University, who's been studying this case, says there's something there. It's linked to pandemic-related supply chain issues. And the likely culprit is an alternative additive they've been adding to the food dye. That's what makes the marshmallow—are they really marshmallows in
2: Lucky Charms? What the fuck are those things? Sugar drops, oh. gross. They're gross. That's what you should just call them. They're gross. <laughs> they they're, have they're gross, and no one should eat them. Well, they don't grow that way
1: naturally. They have to use food coloring to make those marshmallows look like that. And the marshmallow bush is
2: looking pretty weak these days.
1: <laughs> she thinks that that is what's making people uh, sick, namely because of the number of people who have reported having green colored stool after they had Lucky Charms. Oh, oh that's good. If you ate a bowl of Lucky Charms and then instantly started feeling, uh-oh, got that little rumbly in my tummy going on here, and then you go and take a poo, and it comes out like fluorescent green.
0: You rub it on Johnny Depp's pillowcase. <laughs> That's it. Seriously. That's messed up. No, you know, and we've been talking about this for a while now. Lucky Charms, it keeps getting brought up. Kit- would you not? Are you not afraid at General Mills? Like, wouldn't you voluntarily recall just to show that you care? Like, just to show that you give a shit? Like, hey, you know what, guys? This Obviously, we can't pinpoint it. And legally, I don't have to take it off the shelves. But I want to make sure we do right to our consumers who love do love this product. It'll be back on the shelf in no time. Let us just take this off and, and kind of figure out what's going on here.
2: You know what? Lucky charms are gross. Can we just like let's put this on the table here? They're gross. I wonder how they're looks, not like, good.
0: what they do in sale though in sales though. I don't know if there's if that's a something you can even look up. Well, but people There should buy be a – s-
2: yeah, the, and there should be a surgeon's general warning right on the box for Lucky Charms. It just says this is gross. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, that's it, the warning. This go, is gross. And yeah. you know what? Dave,
0: all those all those kind of sugary cereals are should have that. Yeah. yeah.
2: No f- no fruity cereal, no uh, candy kind of cereal. It, it's all awful. Chocolate cereals I'm not even a fan of. Like it's this you can't go here. Like this, this Lucky Charms enough with the Lucky Charms. Enough. Like it's time to end it.
0: Well, what would you recommend instead? What about the leprechaun? Where do you, where do you think he's going to live now,
1: Dave? That's cultural appropriation. I think they should take that leprechaun off and apologize to the fine people of Ireland.
2: <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. You know what? I'm sure he could get a job with some other company that sells something that's green. He could become their mascot. I'm sure he would be just fine as like a weed spokesperson or something like that. <laughs> I, you know, the Lucky Charms leprechaun is now a cannabis spokesperson. And I'm sure he would do just fine. He probably sure would. Be fine. What is your cereal of choice? Uh, I like a hearty Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut, classic, huh? Yeah. Uh, I just had a bowl of Captain Crunch yesterday. I've been in a weird cereal kick lately, where I'm just buying plain cereals that I haven't had in a long time, like Corn Pops and things like that. Um, Really? Yeah. Those aren't gross to you? No, no, not at all. Lucky Charms is gross.
1: Corn Pops are delicious. Is that the hill you want to die on? (laughs)
2: Yeah, I'll go there. Yeah, <laughs> lucky charms are disgusting. Yeah. If if that's my argument and that's the basis of my argument then yes, I will stick with that that lucky charms are gross and and should be taken off the shelves. Now, if I had to guess cuz I don't know what cereal cat would eat if she was home at a regular
1: hour like normal people to eat breakfast, but I'm going to speculate that anything cat might eat is likely not even in the cereal aisle. It's probably in like the health food section or it's in like the keto-friendly you aisle gotta, or something. You order, Are order. you having
2: some muesli? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm not 80. It's fun and it makes me poop. No, um, yeah. a Magic Spoon. You know what? I'll throw it out there. But There's keto people ask me all the time, hey, what? how do you do this substitute? You have to buy it online though. Magic Spoon, best cereal. It tastes just like regular people cereal because honestly, there's a lot of garbage out there. Hold it tastes, on. It tastes like cardboard. There's a lot
2: of... Different kinds of flavored cereal. When you say it tastes like regular cereal, which kind of regular cereal? What I mean is
0: like the texture, because when you try to make keto cereals, it can be really difficult unless you just want to eat like nuts and pieces of coconut and stuff like that in a bowl. (laughs) That's really it. Like those are your options. But Magic Spoon actually has flavors like cinnamon and stuff like that. It it tastes kind of closer, at least, to a cereal. It's not bang on though. And you can't get the same texture, right? Without the wheat and the grains and everything else that you can't eat with or that you don't eat with keto jet. What would you compare it to? Um, like a
2: like a vector or something like that? No, or?
0: no, like a Cheerio. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a Cheerio. It's the closest I'll texture I shot. could find. Yeah, it's not bad. And it's very low carb, so it's good.
1: I eat life. I have since oh, I was a kid. Life's
0: a classic. My kids love yeah. life. Do they? Yes, they do. That and checks. They're into like like life checks. Um can't get them to do shreddies yet. I'm I'm working Sh- on it.
2: Shreddies are trash. Well, <laughs> It's a knockoff yeah, of life. fuck
0: Shreddies, man. Fuck that.
2: Oh, wow. So it's a Shreddies versus life game for you. If that's what it has to be, that's what it has well, to be.
0: Life is a little lighter, too. It's like, like I, life's a good cereal. Yeah, fine. Um, I don't know
1: what would possess someone to do this unless it was alcohol or drug infused. But just the other day, it was Thursday in Chicago. Yesterday, actually, Chicago police had to arrest a man who was on an airplane after he opened the emergency exit, walked out onto the wing, jumped to the ground from the wing as the plane was taxiing at O'Hare International Airport. The man is said to have jumped onto the tarmac around 4.30 in the morning. Then he attempted to guide that United Airlines plane to the gate. Like the guy wearing the vest that does the huh, 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 with
2: the the pylons or the
1: cones or whatever it is he's holding up. The the, the glow sticks.
2: And you know, friends, that um, when you're in the plane you can't hear him so those are the exact sounds that they make when they're out there too. You get them in sync and all of a sudden it's phenomena <laughs>
1: Okay, so he tried to guide the plane in. The crew had to disembark the plane and go and tackle him. And then they held him until police arrived.
0: So hang on, he's doing it like as a joke? Like he thought it was funny? Is that what what happened there?
1: All I can think is... And, and I don't know if airports are getting bigger or planes are getting slower on the ground or what, but it seems to take a hell of a long time after you land to get to the gate. And I think he was just trying to speed up the process. He'd be like the guy <laughs> that stands up when the plane hasn't even finished taxiing yet. He would be that guy. So he said, fuck this. I'm out of here. He jumped out there. He went out the emergency exit, jumped off the wing and then started doing the huh, 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 back oh, up was he Like,
0: follow me with my suitcase. I know you got my suitcase. Follow me this way <laughs> and give it to me. I don't know what he was
1: thinking, but apparently that's a criminal charge yeah. Yeah. attacking Dave Chappelle on stage. Oh, no, that's not that's not going to be nearly as serious. Mm-mm. This guy's going to go to jail for that. Because, obviously, disrupting an aircraft, disrupting the operations of an airport, that is a no-go. But the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle, you had this on the radio this morning. He's not going to face criminal charges. or uh, it's Felony charges. Not felony charges, yeah.
0: yeah. Why Did is he not that-
1: have a weapon?
0: Yeah, he had a weapon, and he attacked somebody. Yeah, I know. They put out a statement trying to explain why, but they brought it down to the city office, basically, and now he could face up to four different misdemeanor charges. I don't... I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I mean, aren't you setting a really bad example too for, for those nut jobs that want to rush stages and hurt people? Because there seems to be a lot of that happening right now.
1: Even at the Jays game, there's people running on the field
0: nightly. Yeah, and I mean, to know that someone's not going to get a, a fa- felony off of that or at least be up for a felony of any kind, it's like, give me a break. You're just basically letting a bunch of people off the hook who might be want to do that. And I feel for those people in those positions that, that feel afraid for their life doing their job like it's crazy to me
2: I think I think I figured out the root cause of all these things so Scott just mentioned people running on the field at a Jays game Um, earlier we talked about Amber Heard and how she ended up defecating on Johnny Depp's pillow Uh, and then we're talking about plane guy I imagine in every situation that started with (laughs) <laughs> would you dare me to do this <laughs> when, when you're sitting there talking with a group of friends like did this guy on the plane travel alone and think I got to take matters in my own hand or was it like you know it'd be great if someone just went out there and, and just guided the plane in I'll do it I'll do it maybe it's just we shouldn't have friends anymore maybe we've, we've got to the point in life where we're, we're <laughs> they're not good, we're not good for you at this stage you know yeah.
0: some people yeah. would be fine with that yeah we're not responsible
2: enough to have friends anymore <laughs> because we can't handle <laughs> can't the responsibility even. that comes with it
1: Uh, I'll actually give credit to Joe Rogan because I think he summed it up best when it comes to the Chappelle lack of charges. Mm -hmm. He says. When you see that a person commits a clear crime and does it to one of the most loved performers alive and does it in a very high profile public setting and it's captured on video and you don't charge that person for what they obviously did, that's the kind of thing that makes people lose faith in law enforcement, and that's never good. What does somebody need to do to actually get charged with a crime in Los Angeles? Mm. It's a fair question.
0: And that is a very LA-specific situation, apparently. That's what was listed. I, uh, I just
1: don't know what they're thinking on that. But maybe there's, I don't know, if they're worried that, the criminal or the felony charges won't stick because this guy's going to argue he's got a mental health condition. Maybe they're just trying to speed this through the courts and get him some kind of punishment. I don't know, but it doesn't look good. Mm-mm. It doesn't look good at all. Uh, <laughs> best video game when you were growing up? Which one was it?
0: I mean, a classic for me is Mario Kart as one of my go-to. I have a few, I have a few, but Mario Kart, uh, I used to play 007 on N64 a lot. Nice. That was another fave of mine um those are probably my top two i guess
2: okay dave what about you yeah i got a few uh blades of steel yeah for uh for nintendo such a great hockey game i uh, played that for endless hours then the nhl games that started coming out um i loved sonic the hedgehog i love mario as well but i think i was more of a sega guy um and yeah as the games started to get better now i'm totally into the lego games the, uh, really? like the franchise games. Like right now I'm playing the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga, and it's so much fun. Like it's such an easy game to pick up and just mash the controller. Um, anybody who 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 can pick up a controller can play the game. What it's system super, is that? super fun. Uh, this one's for the PlayStation 4. It's out for five as well, though. Hmm. The yeah,
1: World Video Game Hall of Fame in New York just announced the induction of some groundbreaking games into the hall. Ms. Pac-Man. Well-deserved. The Legend of Zelda ocarina of time is that what that is
0: i said ocarina it this, of time? Uh, yeah i don't know i said it ocarina? this morning and I, I i think i said it right but i don't know either don't look at me
1: sid meyer's civilization and dance dance, dance revolution, revolution. Ah. see that
0: was like my time when I, I remember when dance dance revolution came out and it was all the rage and then they started to get the machines put in you know different places and you could actually rent out like dance dance revolution games at like parties or like the much yeah. dances shit like that <laughs> And you'd play the all ages dances you'd play, like play dance dance revolution very the place
2: already reeks of teenage sweat yeah, and then you, all of a sudden you're gonna put dance dance revolution very in there late well. 90s it like, was oh, very God. late 90s yeah <laughs> stinks so bad i want to throw this one out as a random name that i i hope somebody recognizes and tweet us or something if you remember parappa the rapper what are you talking I don't about? I know what you're it saying. A, it was a PlayStation game where you had to, you had to, it was very similar to Dance Dance Revolution, but it was, you didn't dance, you just pushed the buttons along as he rapped. And it was like this it was so weird, but it was such an addictive game. i <laughs> said, played it for hours.
0: Guitar Hero was out later, so I don't know how yep. it works with the video game Hall of Fame, but that's gotta end up in there eventually you know, too, right? That's huge. Guitar Hero probably- and
2: Dance Dance Revolution were in similar eras. That's what I was wondering. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And I gotta I gotta say, Scott gave me the weirdest compliment slash insult of my life that had to do with Guitar Hero. <laughs> so we're all at my house, we're all playing. And Scott goes. You know, I can't tell if you're a good singer or just good at impressions. (laughs) (laughs) I I still don't know the truth. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, that's
0: fair. (laughs) Uh,
1: The games that got nominated but not selected. Assassin's Creed, Candy Crush, Minesweeper, Minesweeper. That was, was that Minesweeper? That wasn't the BlackBerry game, was it? Oh, that was Brick Breaker. that's Brick Breaker, yeah. What? Put that in the freaking thing. Does that
0: count? And like an app game? I, think I guess so. a Candy Crush is in there, so must. It's yeah, a game. Yeah. Okay.
1: Words with Friends was nominated.
0: Oh, holy shit! I didn't know you. That's still relatively new. Don't they do like the Pac Man? Miss Pac Man just went in. Into... It was the eighties. Yeah. What is happening? I know, you... guys. Guys, what's happening over there?
1: What about Tetris? <laughs> what about Donkey Kong? What about all the are other they, games? Are
0: they already in the Hall of Fame? Though I couldn't tell you who's in the Hall uh, of
1: Fame. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if look, Ms. Pac-Man wasn't, though, I'm
2: starting to question whether like Donkey Kong would have been.
1: Uh, that's hard to say. I like Donkey Kong and Tetris when I first started gaming on my Coleco system. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually moved up. I never got into a lot of the games that were popular. Like I never played Halo or anything like that. In my adult years, there's two games that I play. Call of Duty, every single one of them. Yeah. And the other one, because I used to play it with my son, and I got so into it that when he went to bed, I'd keep playing Ratchet and Clank. I had nah. all of them and it was a good game. Uh, NBA Jam was nominated yes. but didn't make yes. it. Rogue and Parappa the Rapper. No way. Nominated like but not selected not to non- the non- Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, I thought you were making year. that shit up.
2: <laughs> oh. I thought no, you were just that, fucking lying to everybody. I'm telling you, yeah, go look if you haven't if you've never seen Parappa the Rapper, look it up. It was a such a weird game, but uh, like I said, endlessly addictive.
0: Um, apparently the actual video game hall of fame, as you can imagine, which isn't too far from here. It's in Rochester, New York. If you want to take a drive. Yeah. Apparently it's very, very cool. I'm just looking it up now and you could obviously you can play games there. Very cool. I don't know if you're into that kind of thing.
1: I want your opinion and it's just an opinion on these next couple of things. We are, uh, (laughs) we're going to talk about age first because one of the things that I know is that we all have a birthday. This woman's name is Emma. She posted a video online talking about how she hoped to live her life to the fullest before she turned 30. And then she says her l- dreams were shattered when she realized she was already there. So I'm going to read you the quote and tell me if she is completely wrong or if she's on to something. Emma prefaced the clip by saying, uh, keep scrolling. If you don't want to have your life ruined, she explains, it's my birthday next month. And I started thinking, holy shit, I'm 29 next month. That's the last year of my 20s. And then I realized your first birthday is when you've completed that year. Your birthday is like a congratulations for all the work you've just done the last 365 days, right? So I'm turning 29 next month, which means I've actually completed the 29th year of my life. So on my birthday, I'm actually in my 30th year. Now I've lost a whole year because I hadn't, cl- I hadn't clocked that this year was actually the last year of my 20s. And now I'm almost, the first, almost done the first year of my 30s.
0: I am baffled that people don't realize that. Is is anyone with me? Like I'm baffled people don't realize that because I've seen that before. I've seen people, for example, in like a Facebook message uh, to, to all their friends thanking them for their birthday wishes going, can't wait to see what my 30th year brings on their 30th birthday, for example. You're into your 31st year, dude. You already had full 30 years. You know what I mean? Can you explain this to me? Because I don't understand what, do what she's saying. So what she's saying is, so let's say you turned, when you turned 40, right? I'll, so, I'll be
1: 45 in July.
0: Okay, so on your 45th birthday.
1: First time I've ever said that in You the pod. said it out loud. I know. I'll bleep it in editing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on your 45th birthday, you're actually starting your 46th year of life. You understand that, right?
1: So on my 45th birthday, you're saying I'm 46? No,
0: you're 45 Fully.
1: I've completed 45 years. You've completed 45
0: and now you're into your 46th. You're now circling to 46. So you're actually in your 46th year when you turn 45. You're celebrating being 45. That's exactly how old you are. It's like, like she said, it's like when you turn one year old, right? You got a three month old, four month old, then they're one year. That's their full cycle. That entire year was actually them turning one. They've already been one. They're turning one. Do you get it? It Dave, Dave, are you with me?
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a uh, long pause. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to
0: know like you guys get I, it, right? Like
1: what they're, the, well, it sounds like a distinction without a difference. I mean, it's the same
0: thing. It, no, but, but people, I think it's just the way that people say it or approach it. Cause it,
2: I think, yeah, you're you know right. what I, I think mean, it's, right, it's more yeah. about
0: people's mentality because in your mind, you're thinking I'm 45 now, you know, this is, so some people automatically think this is my 45th year of life. It's not, it's your 40. Now you're into your 46th year of life. You're not actually, so, you're 45 on the nose on your birthday, but you're into your dif- 46th year of life.
2: I think you, if I can, maybe I can make sense of this. So what you're saying is it's a difference between the round number, which is, say, 45, uh, and the if. It's the the description of the year. The if is like 55th, 56th. That's the difference that people are seemingly having a trouble trying to discern between. You're putting an
1: asterisk on the fifth? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's really it. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. To me,
0: it's simple. Yes. So she's she's 29. She just turned 29, but she's into her 30th year of life. I just don't yeah. know
1: in what scenario like, that'd be relevant. Like she said, she wanted to it? live her life her, to the fullest. It blew
0: her mind because it's all the same. Like, that's the thing is that it really doesn't matter. But I understand that, I guess, if you just figure that out, you don't realize if you're in your last year of that decade You're like, holy shit, this is actually my 30th year. You know, I I understand kind of, but it baffles me because I saw that being shared and so many people didn't realize it. Like, I just thought it was fucking common sense.
2: When it comes to age, what's the appropriate time to stop saying months? Like when somebody has a kid, and they're like, oh, it's 17 months. At 45. Uh, That's when you yeah, said. I was going to say, like, do, <laughs> like, Scott, do you tell people I'm 540 months old? Like, you should. You should just tell people that. Oh, I'm 540 months old. You know, it actually is 540. Did you do that math in your head?
1: Yeah. You should go on Did Jeopardy. you just
0: do that math in your head for real? Yeah. No,
1: he's full of shit. He did not. He's probably right. sitting it's in front cal- of a computer and I calculator. And whatever. Sure. Okay. Because
2: <laughs> of all the things I'm gonna lie about, this is the one. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> you can call me a lot of things, but don't call me a liar about math.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm not great at math, but for that one, that was kind of easy. Um so this person who came up with this idea, this thought, were they inebriated when they did it? Were they high on something? Because this kind of reminds me of like one of those like weird. Matthew McConaughey high thoughts where it's like are oranges named oranges because they're orange or is orange called orange because oranges are Uh,
0: orange (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very Matthew McConaughey you're right yeah I don't know I I think it's just honestly a matter of that that is how it is it's and it's just a matter of thinking that's all it is you think you're in your 30th year you're not because you're just because you're 30 you're going into your 30 you're in your 31st year that's all it's simple it's simple do
1: you guys want to hear the actual girl? Because Dave asked an interesting question, and I did find the video.
0: Okay, let's see what she said. Let's oh, okay. all find out if she's inebriated. Everybody,
1: let's see how drunk or high or high this girl is.
0: So it's my birthday next month, and I started thinking I'm 29 next month. Like it's still- the oh, she's British. She's British. Never, British. Never mind. Never, now we could scrap this. We might as well just cut this. Now it makes sense. All of so the above.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's either drunk or always just sounds smart. <laughs> she's either drunk, high, or British. Like well, it's got to be one of those three i love those high questions let me throw a couple at you here quick uh if you're in a restaurant waiting for a waiter does that also make you a waiter
0: you're a waiter waiting for a waiter i suppose so yeah yeah
2: yeah uh when you say the word sent is the s or the c silent the c is silent really because when you have sent as in a penny it's c-e-n-t and it's spelled it's pronounced the same way
0: why do we even have a k and a c too yeah. One did of them kind of redundant. Isn't someone, it? Can someone answer that question for real? Cause my daughter asked me that and my mind was blown. I'm like, I have no idea. Cause she gets, <laughs> keeps like, getting frustrated. Well, we're teaching her like how to spell things. And she's like, cat with a K K. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like a cat is a C, but she's like, but why is there a K and a C? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm not sure why. <laughs> what I, a I, prolific I, question. <laughs> I, and, and I don't, I, why? Like I actually want to know why we have a K and a C if they make the same sound. It doesn't make sense.
1: Did you feel stupid when I, your daughter
2: asked you that?
0: And I couldn't answer her? <laughs> I got angry. I was like, yeah, you're right, kid. Why?
2: <laughs> you're like, mommy's going up for a cigarette. And you're like, mommy doesn't smoke. But she does now.
0: I'm taking it up.
2: And by the way, cigarette's spelled with a C, not an S. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Weird.
0: Thank you. Like, it's fucked up. Like, what is wrong with our alphabet? No wonder people have a hard time learning English. We're fucking crazy.
1: No, you're going down the wrong path. Phonics was the best way to teach people how to read, and we stopped doing it, and things got all fucked up, and now people can't do anything right on their own. We got to go back to phonics, but just remind people there's a couple of exceptions to the rule.
0: The the exceptions, are what those are the hangups. Those are the hard things to get over. Those are the hurdles when you're trying to teach a kid something. It's difficult for a lot of them. Well,
1: I mean, fuck. If you can teach them how to pee in that bowl over there, then I'm sure you can (laughs) figure out how to teach them the difference between a C and a K. He'll
0: get there, and in the meantime, you have to answer tough questions like, Mom, why is there a C and a K? It's just
1: life. Last thing we're going to do in this episode is this is Mother's Day weekend. And a happy Mother's Day to all the moms and stepmoms and grandmothers and moms to be mother figures, fur moms. And if I missed anybody, you have no idea how exceptionally sorry I am. (laughs) If
0: you identify as a mother in any way, shape or form.
1: Like what a piece of shit am I that I didn't think of every possible variable. But I do wish everyone a happy Mother's Day because being a mom is the most thankless job in the world. Mm -hmm. It is the most important job in the world, having said that. So moms, you deserve a great day. We did a contest this morning on our radio show and we just asked moms a simple question. What's the most fucked up thing you had to Google (laughs) about being a parent?
2: Oh, that's good.
1: What is the the most messed up question that you needed Google to answer for you, either because nobody else was around or because you were too embarrassed to ask mm-hmm. a professional or another human being? Some of the things that we got were crazy.
0: Is it normal for a child to smell his fingers after he poops?
1: <laughs> Somebody actually Googled that.
0: Why does my teenage boy take forever in the shower?
1: <laughs> I know why.
0: How non toxic are and you should throw out
1: those face cloths. <laughs>
2: <Stop>. <laughs> and and they, the shower liner. They like, snap and, in half at this point
0: anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh. Uh how non-toxic are Crayola Crayons?
1: I mean, there's toxic and then there's really non toxic or non toxic and really non toxic. That's what they wanted to know.
0: <laughs> That's it. How uh much alcohol can you drink while breastfeeding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those days. The old pump and dump. Um, pump
1: and dump meaning you pump and then you fill yours yourself pu- full of booze.
0: Um, yeah, you pump first so that you can have some some alcohol, and then after you give it a pump and you dump it, you pump that next batch basically, and then you, you, dump have, it. to, so you have to. It's disp- waste. a You have to dispose
2: a wasted load of. It's a, a, maybe a I shouldn't call it load. It's <laughs> <That's> not a <weird laughs> load. That's a weird yeah. way to put it. Yeah, I, I don't know what a <laughs> serving. How would you like me a to wasted say? Wasted serving. That's good. That's fine. That's oh fine. no, it's not. I think it's worse.
0: <laughs> Do uh, big
2: boobs hold more milk?
0: No. That is a misconception. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank no, you. not at all.
1: I was legitimately wondering. No,
0: absolutely not. I know people with large breasts that had a lot of trouble breastfeeding. And then people with like itty bitty titties that were like just a factory is great. Hmm. I jealous of those people, actually. They're so just factories. So what
2: you're telling me is it's just like a uh, single guy lives by himself and buys a minivan? Like, what's you have the big boobs that don't do... More than the little ones?
0: Yeah, that's basically it. It's because it's not wow. about the outside. about it's, it's about what's the, va- the what's pumping it's, through, you know? It's about what's on the it's inside. It's about what's on the inside. <laughs> it is, though. It is. And you have to stick to it. It's a lot of work, man. I gave up. Um. <laughs> okay, but
2: after how long? Like this first <laughs> not day? Long. Or?
0: No, not the first the kids, day.
2: The kids haven't eaten since they were three days old. <laughs> sure they have. She gives them that weird fucking cereal that you need to order. Yeah. Just don't, don't give them the lucky charms.
0: The, uh, strange, this person says, the strangest thing I had to Google for my now 16-month-old, why she laughs to herself in the middle of the night. I thought she was possessed. And then WebMD had me thinking it was a tumor in her head. <laughs> oh, no. It always does. That's the problem with Googling, right? You know. Uh, is it is it normal for my son to use his penis like a water gun?
2: Yes. Yes. It is.
0: You know what? I could, if you are a boy mom... A p- parent to a boy generally. Like, I don't, based on these text messages and just my own life and what I know, it's, it's cra- Boys are nuts. Like, mm-hmm. boys are just crazy. So many texts about how boys handle their penises, uh, pulling on their penises, peeing everywhere, obsessed with their penises. It's, it's next level.
2: It never really changes. It
0: never changes, does <laughs> it?
2: Yeah. It just, it kind of matures a little bit. Like, you know, as an adult now, I'm, impressed when a urinal has either the little target mat in there or ice and it's like a fun game to melt the ice like Mm -hmm. i'm that's that's now a grown-up game for me
0: (laughs) that's it's special (laughs) it's your new video game huh
2: (laughs) that's right put that in the video
0: game hall of fame yeah
2: and i know how to use the controller so it's perfect
0: that's good that's good um this is uh i'm gonna it's a little this one irks me but i'll read it strangest thing i googled as a mom uh, and not where i thought life would take me can I throw out the skin that fell off after circumcision into the garbage can? What? See, boys, I can't. I told you, I can't.
2: Where, where else would you throw it? Yeah, where would you put, it, put it, it? Like, frame it? Well, that, <laughs> that would be the environmentally friendly thing to do. it In the green bin.
0: Well, I mean, and same thing happens with the belly button clips. I don't know if you guys re- remember this yes. far back, but right? Mm-hmm. I remember the first time it fell off, and I was just like, where did it go? Because it got lost. <laughs> And poor Jacqueline because you know your first you're always like afraid of everything and then your second you don't give a shit but the first time I noticed it was missing and I didn't know where it went. I was like where'd the fucking clip and the belly button skin piece go? (laughs) I was like did the dog eat it? Like (laughs) where did it go? And it was lodged in her shirt oh that felt terrible
1: i figured sometime down the line years from now you would probably find that like (laughs) between the driver's seat and (laughs) and the
2: console in your car
0: that would be the grossest find on earth it'd be like black and blue
2: that 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 little clip by the way i was shocked to see that it's like one of those little chip clips it's like, it is like a mini chip it, clip,
0: yeah. That's all it was. I'm like, yeah. do I get
2: to keep that and put it on my all dressed chips later? Or like, Aww. like, or do I throw this out? Like, what do I do with this? But it legitimately was just like a little, like a little clip, like a little f- chip clip. It's all I could describe it as. I was blown away that that's a real thing. It's a
1: that's a medical device. Thank you very much. It just it happens is, to keep your chips it, fresh.
0: It, it looks like a plastic barrette. I mean, you're not wrong. It looks like one of my daughter's barrettes. Is what it looks like. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, a ton of penis ones. I, we, we could do this all day, but there's, uh, there was a millions of, of great ones.
1: Thank you very much for checking out this episode of After 9, everybody. We hope you have a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. It's actually going to be nice outside. If you need gas. Oh, Good luck. New record. $1.95 a liter, and they say 2 bucks a liter by Victoria Day. Vile. It's Files. just disgusting mm-hmm. how badly we're getting ripped off. Uh, well, the hiccup started, so we got to go. Oh, Have Dave, a good one,
0: everybody. Dave, Dave apologies? <laughs> oh, apologies, yeah. Someone okay, messaged me, go. by the way, and said that this is their favorite part of the podcast, so go well, ahead, you know, no pressure.
2: Th- okay, well, I think it's a good uh, summary of what happened here today. So apologies to all of our OAC teachers because we... Pr- probably weren't easy to deal with, so Mm -hmm. we'll get that out of the way. Uh, We apologize to Johnny Depp because Scott thought he was a piece of shit going into the trial. Um, Mm -mm. (laughs) We apologize to vending machine coffee drinkers. If you like it, you like it. There you go. You just have bad taste. We also would like to apologize to people who are poisoned by Lucky Charms. We'd also like to uh, apologize to the Lucky Charms spokesperson because I suggested he be fired and go work in the cannabis industry. (laughs) Uh, We'd also like to apologize to anybody with friends. Apologize to stinky teenagers at the dance, in the gym, at school. Uh, Also apologize to people who can't do anything on their own. We'd also like to apologize to anyone who felt left out when Scott mentioned different moms and mom figures in your life. We'd like to apologize to boy moms. And finally, we'd like to apologize to Mike Tyson. Not for anything in particular, but simply because it's just a good idea.
0: Cover your bases.
2: I'm shocked you didn't add in British people.
0: Oh, definitely should (laughs) add that in. I should (laughs) have, yeah. And the
1: entire nation of the United Kingdom. Yeah. Have a great weekend, everybody. I heard about a family in Massachusetts who thought that they rescued a lost puppy but it actually turned out to be a baby coyote oh. and They knew it was a coyote when it tried to blow up the house with dynamite and run <laughs> off a cliff An otter was recently spotted swimming in the Detroit River for the first time in over 100 years but I'm willing to bet that it's a different otter Hey, I saw that uh, Mountain Dew just released a new drink called Purple Thunder Here it is There are only two ingredients, caffeine and Robitussin Several journalists across multiple news outlets have reportedly tested positive for the coronavirus after attending last weekend's White House Correspondents' Dinner. So, all those articles about how we're back to normal are going to be a week late. (laughs) Sunday is Mother's Day, which means today is I got plenty of time to get a card. Saturday is what about an e card? And Sunday is I'm screwed.